Hey, beautiful people. I'm Mila. Hey, y'all. I'm Monica. <laughs> and thanks for joining us. How are you doing as we wrap up this end of April and start our May? How are you feeling, sis? I'm well and I'm thriving. Just just getting some things together. How are you? How are you? Oh, well, you know what? I feel much better after hearing your affirmation. You know, every now and then <clears throat> my voice tries to tell me that I'm doing too much. <laughs> but I'm coming against all that foolishness and we're going to push through this evening. So I am just happy to be with you on this journey to start the beginning of the fullness of spring, right? So tell me, as we say goodbye to April and hello to May, what are you going to take with you this month? Like, what are you doing in May? May is just a happiness. Um, okay. Things are coming together and I'm, you know, I'm content, but I can always, you know, do, do, do a little bit more. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's all right. That's, that's the fullness of spring, right? We feel a little bit more active. We're energized with the sun and with everything. I'm calling it manifestation May, because why not? Yes. I mean, it's, it's time to really, you know, not only we've been focused on what we want, but to just bring it into fruition. So I'm very, very happy about that. Oh, and you know, the next time you hear me, I promise <laughs> it won't be like this. So uh, keeping that in mind, uh, I, I'm definitely looking forward to all of the good things that are going to continue to happen for people, not just for us, but for our, our, our tribe that support us and listen to us. You know, I, we get the DMs, we get the text messages. I'm very happy for all of the growth and the good things that are happening in people's life as well during the season. So we definitely want to celebrate that. And it's, you know, kind of that vibe that we're carrying with tonight's episode. Um, we're visiting a concept that we, you know, discussed and kind of always try to bring into focus because it's really important to us as we celebrate, you know, sisterhood right here on this um, podcast every week. Right. Um, but it's, it's the beginning of the month. So, Monica, what do we do? How do we start off the month around here? Health and wellness. All about health and wellness, right? So, super excited to be revisiting um, a conversation we had towards the beginning of our podcast. And it was really about looking out for each other. We were so, we, I, I think we were kind of binge watching at the same time this series right Harlem. Oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes and you know we're you know fans of everybody in there but nonetheless it brought up really good conversations about you know taking care of yourself prioritizing yourself being there to support your friends being able to say hey you don't look like some you know you don't seem is everything okay and it not being uh, something to take offense to. It's something to kind of reiterate, oh, you're right, I haven't been feeling, or oh, maybe I should get a little bit more rest, or oh, maybe I should get that checked out. So we're really excited about, you know, having this discussion with everybody, you know, and and hopefully giving you something to think about as we start traveling more, um, opening up 
you know, if you're not feeling well, you're not feeling well. Take care of yourself. That's always the bottom line. Um, Anything else, Monica? (laughs) No, get your your rest, get your sleep, get your water, get your sun, take Mm -hmm. a seat. I mean that that had a nice flow to it. Okay, I don't know. Is that one of your your other side hustles now? I don't know. A lyricist? We will see. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will see. Well, anyway, thank you as always for joining us. Have a wonderful and happy, safe May, and we'll talk to you soon. And we are very happy to have you with us today. We are all excited about the topic and it really is all about advocating for yourself and advocating for your sister and so we are so so pumped about it so let's get into it you know we are watching the prime series harlem uh wait i don't think we got the proper response let me (laughs) that deserves a redo because before we were jazzy with it's like harlem anyway But we're watching the Prime series Harlem. Harlem. And, and we're and we're loving it. Uh, I love shows about friendship, sisterhood, the complexities of those kind of relationships, the realness of those kind of relationships. Yes. Yeah. I mean, your sister doesn't always agree with you. You guys don't always get it right, but it's the no. love and the friendship that should always bring you back, you know? Right, that foundation. Mm-hmm. Iron sharpens iron, and that's biblical. So mm-hmm. we're so we're watching the show, and we love the episode. Girl, get into it, Monica. What episode was this? Uh, Sister Vincent, and yeah, it was a Sister Vincent one. It might have been the one after it, but it's the one where I think it was Sister Vincent. Sister Vincent, yeah, she has the um, she needs to take care of herself. She's yes, she's having, we don't want to give we don't want to give yeah, too much away, things. but mm-hmm. she needs to take care of herself, but. What we really want to focus on then today is the fact that, please, we are strong and, you know, we believe, you know, I'll say it in general, women, listen to yourself, hear yourself, take care of yourself. If you can't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to save or take care of anyone else. And then this is for Black women in particular. We are not superhuman. And so we definitely need to care and love and nurture ourselves. I agree. <laughs> and what I loved about that show uh, was that you have an advocate. I definitely believe in advocating. And so that's why I'm like, advocate for yourself, advocate for your sister. I mean, when they had to go into medical spaces, because those are the spaces where we are often not heard, um, heard um, where we are definitely underserved. Okay. Cause overwhelmed see, the, already. You know, being yes. There. Being there. And then also, we also have that bit of anxiety and it, there is a medical term about that um, where, you know, you don't want to go into cl- medical spaces because you don't trust how your interaction was going to be with the medical staff. And once you already have mustered up the courage and the fortitude to care enough about yourself to go in and then to be dismissed or to not be properly helped, it Care makes for, yeah. all the difference in the world. And so what I loved about that show is that they went to medical situations, not alone. They had their sister, they had someone there with them, right? You don't hear bad news or good news and be able to process it always all by yourself. Sometimes no. you need that 
hand to hold, you know, that person to say, to listen hey, to you. Yeah. you're not listening to what she's asking you or you're not hearing what's going on, you know, just to, to be that, that strength, you know, if you're feeling weak to be strong, if you need someone to calm you down because you're getting worked up, they'll do that. But you know, right. you're, you're getting to your gang, you know, Cause you know, your body, you, mm-hmm. you know, your body, you're telling mm-hmm. the doctor and they're, going over symptoms and looking at whatever but you know your body you know when something doesn't feel right and you know when something is off and as you you advocate for yourself and you know press them and ask them for certain things certain tests I think Mm -hmm. we're getting ahead of ourselves but yeah that's yeah yeah definitely it is I mean you know if you're going to do the hard work and I definitely understand that you know there's a school of thought that Western medicine isn't going to be the, the cure-all for everything and that there's a lot of substance to Eastern. I definitely believe in that. And I believe in the power of prayer and a lot of things. But I also believe in the power of the sense that he gave me. And I believe that when I go someplace, you know, if I do need to go into a medical situation, then I know it's serious. And I have definitely, I, I don't need to even speak on, I, I watched this episode and of course it was triggering yeah. uh, because... Oh my goodness. Because <laughs> we, we have thousands and that's a shame to be able to say like I I have at least 10 experiences where my medical um, interactions were less than stellar and they wouldn't lead to confidence. And then I've had family members, you know, I've had people who have had cesareans and not be properly you know, stitched up or they leave sponges, just anything I mean, that's terrible that recently, you can do. Recently, yeah, it's just... <laughs> Uh, we can go as recent as having to get my root canal because I understand also when they tell you that you're super strong and you're superhuman and you're getting all caught up of black girl magic or whatever girl magic it is, uh, they also can uh, under medicate you, under prescribe and under treat, under diagnose you. Yes, girl, and, and not do the necessary testing. You know, if you have an insurance plan. Well, that's part of the plan. Use you know? it. Yes. Yeah. Maximize your insurance. Use it to the fullest. Don't let these people dictate how you use insurance. It's not their insurance. <laughs> that, that's, that's Monica. I will say that. That's what we'll announcement. It's about to be by Monica. Now, what I will say on this one is, you know, I, it's, we're, she's right because she's talking about insurance. I'm just talking about opening your mouth because I even know that part as, as recently as maybe a year, year and a half ago, I had to get a root canal, you know, and I just have an optimistic spirit. And I also think that I'm nice to anyone who's doing any kind of work for me, to me, service. You know, that's not the people that I'm going to be mean to or antagonize. Mm-mm. So, you know, there was a good vibe in this dental office and they're great and I will refer them. So this isn't that. But I think because I come in with such a, a, a personality, spirit, yes. Yeah that people can think, oh, wow, this girl is, you know, strong. But they have my mouth open (laughs) for six hours. And I feel you because I had one for four. But yours, you told me, and I was just like, that's a whole work shift almost. Yeah, because you know what time I got there. And then they, I guess they had some kind of emergency in the off. So, you know, my mouth is mid-open, (laughs) mid-numb. They got to go take care of someone else and come back to me. But they sent me home with nothing. And, you know, uh, you're numbed, so you think that you're okay. And I'm going to tell you to say agony. It was agonizing. And then I call my other girlfriends that are maybe non-people of color, which I appreciate you got to have a variety of friends, right? And my girlfriend goes, oh, my goodness. 
what are you talking about? They gave me a medicine cabinet when I had that procedure and I didn't, mine wasn't even as extreme as yours. And, and they were really horrified that they didn't even, you know, suggest anything for me. So when, you know, you have to go back in and get the second part or whatever. And this, when I went in this time, I was like, I am going to stand up for myself. I said, cause I'm the one that had to live with, you know, that 48 hours of, you know, until thing, yeah, thing, until things started, you know, to ease up and, you know, and I'm not someone who does well with heavy narcotics. So I'm not asking them for that anyway, because that usually makes me, you know, get sick and it's a whole other thing, but I just still wanted to be treated like you would any other patient. You know, I don't want you to do um, extraordinary work on me and think that I can just <laughs> bounce back. No, I am not the woman of steel. There's no S on my chest. Okay. <laughs> Those are not my initials. And so I, you know, I, I felt better though advocating for myself and, you know, they, they gave me something and that's a whole nother scenario there, but. Mm. Yeah. But unfortunately yeah. it's like, you shouldn't even have to ask for their, whatever mm. their preconceived notions or stereotypes, yeah. whatever. Yeah. If they didn't provide you with the basic. No. Aftercare that Mm-mm. they would have gave somebody else Mm-mm. of a different complexion. Mm-mm. No, Let's not at all. keep it real. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow, who, who can have their mouth like with that? that thing like makes your mouth it forces your mouth open so I'm like wow I, okay anyway so yes I won't get lost on my own bad personal experience but what I will say is that I definitely know that we all need to advocate for ourselves and advocate for each other and when it doesn't feel right to you it isn't right you know the best thing I ever had was living in my 20s I happened to live in Virginia for a period and I had one of the best doctors I've ever had she there's there's nothing like having a doctor who sees you and you see them and I say I never get skin folk and kin folk confused because people can look like there's you and not difference. and not be for your good but this lady she was um a person of color she really could understand my energy because her culture also were kind of loud and talking and especially when I was in my early 20s girl you know I still talk really 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 <laughs> fast honey I was still telling you what I had to tell you very quickly and so she got it and she just was vibing with me and I remember I I read this article on Marie Claire I'll never forget it it had Tom Cruise on the cover and it was in like a little care package my mom had sent to me and I'm looking at it and you know I'm having all these female issues and I get to the back and I go huh this sounds like what I what's going on with me right Mm -hmm. so I I take it into the doctor and we're discussing what's going on and she goes no I trust this is the best thing your doctor could ever say no I trust you you tell me what's going on and I'll investigate because you know your body better than I do I only see you a certain amount of times and typically when there's a problem I was like where did the Lord send this angel from because that woman was checking all the boxes there of course you know there was a resident in there with her and mm-hmm. this this person wasn't used to, unfortunately, uh, our kind of energy. So she was trying to do too much. Like, oh, I think she's talking too fast. The lady was like, you've never been around anyone that speaks fast. She was like, there's nothing wrong with this woman. This is right. what's wrong with her. So let's well, hopefully let's... that residents took that experience with her. I, in her I, career. I, I have blessings and prayers if, that she did. <laughs> or there's been a lot of people who have been missed, misdiagnosed for 20 years. But anyway, so the doctor you know, took my suggestions to heart, did what she needed to do, found out that I wasn't wrong. In fact, the magazine, sometimes people uh, take for granted what you can read or hear about. Cause I know you don't want to, uh, you know, 
make yourself sick or say, oh my goodness, I have that. But if it is something that you've been having, a symptom or a sign, and it has your name on it, you please go investigate that. Love yourself enough. That is my big thing. Love yourself enough. Please go get that checked out because it was true. And there, you know, she was able to, you know, set me on a, a course or a path to get me right. And it just even better than being diagnosed accurately, you know, uh, was or seven years later. Yeah, well, and thank God I didn't have to wait that long. But is that she heard me? You know, it it it's been almost many years since that. I'll just say that. And now I do have a doctor that I feel hears me. And but we've we've had to grow. I've had to have her for a decade. And there have been times when I know that she was not as empathetic. I will say, thankfully, she has grown as well, and we have grown, and we've had the opportunity to grow together because she she let me know in the beginning that she was going to be a, a good doctor. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't keep going to someone that I knew wasn't going to be right. It was just there at times I wish she would have maybe handled situations differently, but nonetheless, good doctor. She knows me. And that's what you all want to try to find and refer, refer that's your a, friends, refer your friends. But that's another thing when you bring that up um, because with my dentist, Actually, we had like a consultation, like an interview process between me and my dentist before I actually started seeing her. She asked me a bunch of questions and I asked her a bunch of questions. And then from there, she determines if we're (laughs) going to be a good match. And this is this is the first time that ever happened to me Mm -hmm. with any type of medical professional and for the dentist. And even though she's outside of my network, I love her for my dentist and I will continue paying. Yes for her for my didn't and it's going on it's it's been some years it's almost gonna hit 10 years here but that's another thing interview your medical professional mm-hmm. you can ask them questions you don't have to take i mean what's on paper that's no what's on paper. and you can drop you can break up with them and drop them too okay it's and a two-way relationship put, yeah and make them put things in your chart if they deny you a test or a service mm-hmm. make sure that it is documented in your medical record because mm-hmm. a lot of times they don't want to write that down and mm-hmm. they will go ahead and oblige you mm-hmm. and we understand that there there are the politics of mm-hmm. what is what your coverage is allow but i'm saying you know if it doesn't feel right in your spirit error on the side of you you know please because sometimes what is it what is an expression that old adage an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure like if they can stop something early or in the early stages before it has to get to the serious stages like a domino effect yeah it, it makes all the difference in the world and you are worth it you're worth it and sometimes you can feel like oh it's just my side or oh it's just my back but, you know, are, did you go to medical school? Do you understand the human body? Is it a hernia? Do you have an x-ray machi- a machine in your home? Do right. you have a CAT scan? Can you do any of that? Because I have known of medical. And I, I feel like maybe the next episode we'll have to get Dr. Mommy made uh, on with us. Because, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, a medical professional that we know and for a while she was getting misdiagnosed and how frustrating it is right to be a doctor a doctor of color and to know that you're not getting adequate and she knows how to advocate for herself so I you know I just know that it's imperative it doesn't matter if you feel like something's going on with your body because she kept feeling like you know she felt like oh what they recommended is wrong because she knew all the medical reasons why she didn't think it was right. And, mm-hmm. and she was, and she was correct because she was being misdiagnosed, but you know, even without a, a medical degree, 
you still know your body. That is, that's your gift. You've been in your body you, a long your time. Your intuition will speak <laughs> yes. to you. Even if it's certain medication that they prescribe, we're not saying don't stop take taking your medication. medication. Don't take no. it, but discuss it with your medical it. professional. You know, I'm saying take your medication. Well, no, if you don't, for example, from one of my experiences, <laughs> yes. I, I didn't, I started taking it and then I just, yeah, something wasn't, if it just felt off. Mm-hmm. And so we had a discussion and she, you know, I made the decision and she agreed and I stopped and we, we looked for some other alternative because it, it wasn't the right one for me. Mm-hmm. That's true. And you know what? That's the nice part. Cause yes, we, <laughs> as you, as you get more comfortable with your medical history and what you need, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, saying, well, I have, I have, I've been fine up until now. So it's something little go ahead and go get the little thing changed. I remember one of the most, it was a really rewarding moment uh, that I had, you know, with, with my, my business side of me and we were doing an event and we happened to be doing an event where it was for uh, breast cancer awareness and it was for young people. They were ladies that were 19 and 20 years old and they Mm. were talking about, yes, about, feeling something was off and then having to go and ask for those kind of treatments at that early of an age, because often they'll put people into little lumps like, Oh, it, you can only get your colon checked when you're 40, you know, if you're 45, I can imagine. it's or, like pulling yes, teeth. Yeah. And so, and, but these ladies were here to, as a testimony and it was interesting because it was being sponsored by, you know, their, uh, high school school because they you know they really were young so they were just telling you know even when you go away to college and you know and you're not necessarily under the eye of your parents or your family be aware of your body yes you can party too hard and be exhausted and need to drink some Gatorade or coconut water and maybe a day or two you'll snap back out of it but maybe if it lasts for three or four days and you're just not feeling like yourself and you're kind of run down say something listen to yourself right. really know yourself because if if it's wrong then you know okay it's this and that you know be aware of yourself you know be in tune take that moment if you've never taken a moment and sat with yourself and I'm surprised how many people say that they haven't done it I I don't and I mean away from the distractions and I don't mean when you fall into bed exhausted but even if it's just sitting down and just doing like just closing your eyes and just doing a a mental like scan of your body, body like mm-hmm. yes yeah, like what's going on in my head head are you feeling good sinuses are you you know what's up with my nose lips mouth are you feeling good teeth what is something hurting us out of you oh my side my neck <laughs> and, and if you can go through the check fast 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 that's perfect you jump up and you're all right if something no this this is a little tight on this left side all right, you take note of it, right? Mm-hmm. And you're you're aware, right? Because right. things manifest in so many different ways in your body. Emotions. Yes, yeah. yeah. And that's another thing with the, uh, that's part of self-care. It's not just like you said, it's not just, uh, you know, spa dates and mm-hmm. pedicures and eyelashes, mm-hmm. medicures mm-hmm. and all that thing. But um, like <laughs> you said, scanning your body and yes. those those you know joints and it doesn't feel good then you know mm-hmm. first try one thing you know you might want to try massage first to see you know if that would alleviate you know some of that pain but still follow up with your again with your medical professional um that's your right mm-hmm. so yeah and like i said use a referral refer refer mm-hmm. refer please don't keep this to yourself 
because your doctor is not your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your lover. They are Mm -hmm. an asset out there in the community and your loved ones and your friends and your family need to know about them. And you know what? And I understand that sometimes people don't want to refer because we, Monica and I, 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 there was a time when I made a referral and we got everybody involved in it. And then we all decided kind of collectively like, we don't love that. And it made me feel so bad. Like, oh my gosh, I referred this, this wolf in sheep's clothing to us, so I don't want to refer anymore. Yeah, but, well, that's another episode. So it is. was medical. But if it's medical, yeah. But if it's medical, if it's medical, well, you know, any anybody that you can really feel safe about in your spirit, but make well, the I referral. You make the referral, but I did yeah. actually have a, a friend reach out to me and ask me if they, if I ever had a friend ask me for a referral for like. And, you know, some type of medical uh, mm-hmm. services. And I was like, yeah, did it bother <laughs> me? Or, you know, cause, but it actually, it wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't like a, a friend. It was more mm-hmm. kind of like an associate, associate. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Maybe a coworker, but. Know the um, difference. Know yeah, the difference. <laughs> how, how I felt about that, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like they were getting too personal, you know, because there's some boundaries there, you know. Do you yes. want them to go to the same Doctors medical use. professional or you know mm-hmm. well I will you? say I will so. say this it might depend and that's that's a personal choice because it might yeah. depend on what kind of doctor it is right but I'll right. say for example if someone asks me where do you go to get your dentist oh I love my dentist I've right. been going to my dentist for I don't know 15 years now yeah oh my you can't stop me I'm going I'm gonna draw you a map I'll go let me pull out your phone let me tell you mm-hmm. what to google okay because I love I love my dentist but it, with that being said, you know, and I love my primary care right. and I would, and I realized that my pri- primary care is the bomb. And I only hesitate to recommend people because I don't want it to be hard for me to get in. But no, if someone says they need to that's get a doctor, thing, that's yeah. why people, yeah, they were like, I, I, I don't want you going to, but no, right. I, but I will, I will tell them why, you know, like if, mm-hmm. if we're to the level where you're asking me, do I know a good doctor? I'm gonna say, yeah, I know. Right. And she's been my doctor for these many years. And this is my experience with her. Hopefully she works for you or you should give her office a call because maybe mm-hmm. not her, maybe someone in her office will buy right. better with you. Right. Um, as far as mental health, it's ironic. You would, you know, kind of mention that as well. Um, because I remember <laughs> people, uh, they're, you know, people were all referring me to the same doctor mm-hmm. uh, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter for what, but it was all the same doctor and I never took their referral. And then in the end <laughs> we you, found you out, no, I oh, no, I did yeah, it. But, yeah, the, yeah. but then, then the doctor was, uh, was, was very, <laughs> had a whole scandal Girl, associated a with his name. Yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> sometimes your intuition says, no, thank you. Because I don't even think I was asking people for a referral. I would just go, well, oh, okay, well, what doctor do you go to then? Da, da, da. And they were, you know, I was hearing the doctor's name, like, boom, boom, everybody was the And then all of a sudden, the doctor is, like, in hot water. And you're like, oh, okay. And No bueno. Yeah, and not hot water for their practice. So let me make sure I, you know, not hot water for their practices as a physician or what they were doing, just hot water for their personal life. They were just too dramatic it just seeped into you know it affected how they did their job and, and the fact that their personal life was dramatic but uh yeah no I was like oh I'm glad I dodged that bullet uh, <laughs> I'm like yeah this is just what I need but yeah no 
don't be afraid to ask for a referral. Don't be afraid to give a good referral. I mean, if I really like someone, I will even write a referral. I mean, I tell you my experience with Dr. <laughs> Dr. Mommy made, I remember, you know, when we would go out to DC and, you know, be out there a lot, girl, she would check my eyes for me, you know? And <laughs> I remember one, one time she was like, your pressure in your eye is high. And I'm like, I'm young. What does that even mean? She's like, probably means you're going to have glaucoma. You just want <laughs> to check it. Now, I know, Dr. I know, I know Dr. <laughs> Mommy Meg now. She, <laughs> so that's how her bedside manner was with me. She was, <laughs> she was not yeah. trying to be, you know, super professional with me because there's mm-hmm. that relationship. <laughs> And I was, but I. But she was, was letting like, you know the real too. She wasn't gonna because because so this is how it goes. So she told me that like I'll say at twenty two, it took me almost being almost a decade later when I went to you know finally one of my friends was like hey girl you need to get some contacts because we you know we're going I was it was a different season in my life I'll say that mm-hmm. and the person said oh no let's get you these contacts already because we got things to do. And I go and I'm, you know, trying to get my prescription for my contacts. And I'm always on the fence on contacts because back in the day I had to have the hard contacts and they were terrible and it was hard to get them out of your eye. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to rock these glasses. Let me have 5,000 pair and just do me. (laughs) I was like, I can't play in my eyes. So I go and for years, you know, because I get my eyes checked every year, uh, no one was seeing the pressure. And then when they finally had to do a serious, you know, exam, they were like, Oh wait, your pressure's up. Of course, Dr. Mommy May was right. So, you know, so I did have it. And when you're like in your early thirties, you're getting a glaucoma diagnosis. You really don't know much about that. And you're thinking, well, isn't that just, you know, for like, Oh, you know, you, you got to list right. who glaucoma is for. And they're like, no, it's about the pressure in your eye, you know, and not having a release and your pressure is way too high and that causes instant blindness. And, you know, well, it's not instant, it's, it's subtle because I can even see changes to my peripheral vision and, you know, and you get on the eye medicine and it, it isn't just, you know, excuse as I guess some people used to say back in the day to get their 420 on that. I don't even really know how that works with your glaucoma because <laughs> it is real serious and I don't want to play right. with my vision or my eyes. And so it it was just interesting because, you know, I'm glad that she gave me that heads up because it would have been more of a shock. And then I'm also grateful that I could actually call her and she could be a a reference or, you know, she could explain to me what they were basically telling me uh, in a language that I was comfortable with and in a manner that made me feel comfortable with the next steps. Because my first uh, glaucoma specialist and I had this joker for at least five years was awful and then when I finally went to uh, uh, someone else who was much better they were like yeah we all know about yeah yeah and I go well (laughs) you know because they're they were very prestigious but that doesn't mean that they they couldn't empathize with me they didn't see me they just they they definitely saw me as well, it's a very high for African Americans. So mm-hmm. you're in that group and you're between 30 and 40. You know, they, he definitely, I don't even want to say the gender, but I was definitely put into a box, you know. But I'm like, can we care right. about my mental? Can we care about my eyes? I'm, you know, like at this point, you know, I want to have my eyes until I'm 100, you know, and I want to be here till I'm 100. So I want to have right. my eyes. I'm, a, I'm a patient. I'm not <laughs> yeah. a category. Come on. Yeah, now. exactly. I'm not, you know. 
You're one. That's what happens with your group. My group. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh, I'm not like even you an people. Individual. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's go because I'm gonna start. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you know, medical experiences can be tricky. So again, and traumatizing. Yes. Yeah, so if you do know that it's something serious, take your take a friend. You know, take please. If you don't have one friend that you can trust that loves you and you love them. And it's not going to be no judgment. It's not going to be on the hotline. I have shared things with Monica that no one else knows and vice versa. So I'm not right. worried about that. You have to have your one, at least somebody that you can say, okay, this is what I got. Let's go. <laughs> We're going to go to the doctor together because mm-hmm. I might forget to ask, or I might be so traumatized with these results or I might be so whatever. I didn't want you there to hold my hand. And some people are like, well, then that person knows your business. Well, that person was going to be in your life, right? That's your uh, sister, uh, right? There's, unfortunately, a lot of people know a lot of people's business now. So, I mean. <laughs> well, that, that's social media. But see, right. I always say that that's yeah, that's like surface business. You know, that, that's, that's true. Fake. But like that's when the, fake. with that's... the medical records, though, it's just like. Uh, yeah, but see, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be HIPAA. HIPAA, and you're, right. But, yeah, you're really not supposed mm-hmm. to, right? So if people, you know, I know everyone's getting their DNA checked and all that, but if you know someone else's medical information and you are not family or kin or friend to them, then right. you're, do, you're doing too, mo- too, too much. And um, I want to advise you that with that same measure, it's going to come. Yeah. It comes with some persecution. Yeah. It's, it's going to be on YouTube. Some law. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you know, one day someone could be talking about your business out in the street like that because it, it, you know, people's mm-hmm. medical that is personal, that is private. People disclose right. what they want as they want to. You know, that's the thing with <laughs> thing about me. Or even I if just, they don't have a, um, like a, a close friend or a family mm-hmm. member, you know, they could probably, if, you know, if they're employed, you can use your EAP to see if they have some type of advocacy, you know, program or, mm-hmm. you know, a oh, you're getting fancy. Something. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love utilize you're fancy, all your Monica. benefits. <laughs> you're, letting, you're letting people know that you are one gatefully employed. Boom! That she <laughs> understands about these benefits. I guess if you're gonna write, if you if you don't trust your HR and your medical insurance, I guess go ahead and send that that email as well uh, and <laughs> put Monica in the top. <laughs> Let her answer those questions. Get it. Get her. Get the questions ready for Doctor Mommy Made. She's coming. Okay, we gotta. Right. We gotta do this. We gotta do this segment more than once because we definitely know that it's not an easy process. It takes work, and every time you have a medical um, experience, you can see how you could do things better or worse. But don't be afraid to speak for yourself. Um, to say, no, nah, I don't. I don't. I don't feel this right. Right. Uh, or yeah. I do, you know what? Write out your questions beforehand mm-hmm. so you won't mm. forget. Put them in your notepad on your phone or something. Truly. Truly. Yeah, because definitely, because when you come in there, you know, if you know that you're, you know, you're always caught off. Like I, you know, I would always go to my doctor and I would be so happy to see her that, you know, and then I'm so, you know, talking to the nurses and we're, you know, catching up and, you know, just so excited. That every time I get in there and they do my blood pressure, they'd be like, what? And then they go, oh, wait, let's give you a minute to be in this room and mm-hmm. kind of calm yourself back down. Right. <laughs> and then they come in and, you know, or normally they'll send the doctor and before she can even start talking to me, though, she'll just recheck that blood pressure because she's like, as soon as we start talking, you know, but like I said, I have an established relationship with my doctor. 
because I have gone to her for years and she knows my body and I know my body and she respects the fact that I say I know my body. Please don't don't see me and assume the worst. Don't assume I'm here for no pills. Don't assume that I'm here for A, B and C. Just know that I'm here for great medical attention. No shade to anyone in the medical field because we definitely like them. We know we salute you know, Monica's, Monica's family, you know, for their service in the medical field. I love all my, my doctors and nurses and everybody, uh, orderlies and, you know, everyone that's working in the hospital, keeping things together, you know, so I'll never throw shade, but I will tell you when I see you and you look like me and I establish that you are actually my kin and not my skin. Oh, it makes me happy. And that definitely what, does. And that's an experience that I've, I it, think I don't think I've ever had besides Dr. Mommy me. It's a comfort. Uh, a, I've never had a doctor who is uh, looks like me. Have you ever had a black doctor, Monica? Uh, I had a a black orthodontist. I did. Ugh. Yeah, not a dentist, but I had a, a recent. Well, this is sad. Well, no, let me take that back. I had. Uh, OBGYN when I was okay. younger and mm. then I had a physician's assistant but even when you say kin folks ain't your skin folks mm. I mean I, I I was younger then so I didn't know which questions to ask and they True. were missing a lot of uh, the symptoms for the diagnoses you know that came about so yeah, yeah. I, you know if I could talk to her now I'd be like girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know what and it's you know it's it's true you know, doctors are not infallible. I mean, you know, they just have a master or doctorate like level of of studying and, you know, they've done a lot more trial and error and they are familiar with things that maybe, you know, you're not as a layman, but it doesn't mean, you know, that sometimes you don't need a second opinion as well, you know? Right. Um, get that second opinion. Or a third opinion. Mm, if it don't, I mean, I'm not saying doctor shop, but at least get a second no. opinion. Especially when it's something that's really important, like surgery. But I'll just say, yeah, because <laughs> sometimes you, oh my goodness. Oh, you need that second opinion to get the right doctor. And then when you find the right doctor that was for you. Now, although I've never had a doctor that's necessarily besides my orthodontist, my childhood orthodontist, my childhood dentist, and then, of course, my optometrist, you know, those, you know, I've had, you know, people come, but my doctor that did my uh, neck surgery, blessing, she was uh, a person of color. She was phenomenal. Man, she made me feel, oh, amazing, because she was a referral. She was a referral. I had already gone to a bad doctor, you know, a doctor that just was missing, was missing. Like I should even have been to this doctor because in the end, the doctor had nothing to do with what was going on with me. And so when I finally get the referral, you know, my sister gets me the referral. Thanks, sis. Uh, I get to the doctor and she looks and she's like, oh, absolutely not. I wouldn't have this doctor doing that. Ooh. And she said, because two different things. She's like, this is your spine. So you gonna right. you gonna be messed up, you know, taking a chance here because that's the ortho, you know. So she was breaking it down for me, and then you know, and I like a little humor. I can I can take a little sauce with the people who help me, and when I say sauce, I mean personality, humor, 
straight upness, boldness, whatever your sauce is. I like sauces. You know, I'm always dipping. You know, I I don't pass up on sauce if it's good. You know, so I like sauce. <laughs> she told she was like, you guys just have what's going on with your family? I was like, what? What, lady? <laughs> you coming at me like this? I'm like, I love it. She's like, I do it. She's like, I do. She's like, I do like at least 15 to 20 of these a week. She's like, I, you'll be fine. She like Ooh. broke it down. Man, she broke it down for me. So, I mean, here, but you see me and I don't even have, you know, and my scarring is, you know, pretty much Minimum. non-existent. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because I told her I was concerned because I was so young having to have this, you know, procedure. And she goes, <laughs> I said, I don't want that. I don't want nothing across, you know where I have to explain where it's looking like I'm, I'm not living holy. And she right. goes, I said, I'm a young woman out here on this market. And she was like, <laughs> I got you. Like I said, I, I appreciated her energy. Uh, she would be a referral that I would make. I'm like, I start thinking of all the doctors that I can refer people to. And I guess if you guys want a good referral, go ahead and send me an email. If you are in the Seattle Tacoma area, and I'm going to share with you what I know to be true. And believe me, <laughs> as you age you'll find you go to the doctor a lot more than I don't I like I said in my 20s I didn't really have to you know one or two good doctors I'm not mm-hmm. really seeing you that often but by the time I got into the the season that I'm in now I got a whole network oh, girl it takes a village it takes a village it's I got a the mas- massage therapist girl. the chiropractor the mm. acupuncture the mm. primary the naturopath mm-hmm. who are you telling Oh, well, cause see, cause Monica's village is also really sprinkled with that that natural, and I like that about her. That's why we vibe. Well, actually, Monica and my mom vibe a little bit more. About <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, man, did you hear about this tea? Or she'll tell me about that, and I'm like, yeah, my mom been on that for about 20 years now, and you know, we we we're we're on this now. You know, we're not saging no more. That's that's you know mm. mm-hmm. well yes we're on to something different because you know yes it is a study of of evolving and being your best self but not to go too long with this episode we hope you enjoyed it we always enjoy you you know it's just like we're having one of our 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 conversations that we have for many talks <laughs> many many and we really just loved that episode of Harlem we just loved how it was really it was just beautiful. And I think out of all the shows we watch about girlfriends and those kind of relationships, they never get gritty like that. Let's yeah, talk about our health. It's been a yeah. minute. And yeah. I, every episode addresses something. So shout out to all those actresses. The writers, the production. Yes. Prime, I mean, big up to Amazon. I mean, you know, it's Amazon's everywhere. I mean, and with Prime, with this, with this, Harlem, I, I see that they are definitely trying to go into a really, really powerful space, you know, where mm-hmm. they're showing uh, art that definitely needs to be there. Like okay, this... well, that might be their last big up because they could they could sponsor us moving forward with that. Oh, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I was like, no more. But I was like, but you know, yeah. but I'm like, but the actors and, you know, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of, of everyone. And I just, like, that episode, it just, I thought of every discussion that we've had medical every medical discussion every tear every prayer every unknown every waiting for this or not getting the treatment that we need or just Mm -hmm. you know and I'm not saying that we got 99 problems no that's not it but I'm just saying you know over the course of you know your years you will have to go see and please do because you know side note (laughs) as I'm wrapping it up I love it there there is um 
if you don't listen to this this free wonderful advice, there are also consequences. There are plenty of people we know who are gone too soon or gone and it was preventable or they didn't mm-hmm. take their care of themselves and they they're having strokes in their late 30s, early 40s, 40, you know, just too young. It's like nope, nope. We can prioritize ourselves and I I heard you when you said the pampering thing see I think the pampering treatments we always see as the self-care like the nails the lashes like you said the pedicure that but no no true self-care is like I said doing that little body scan that little body check and being on top of what's happening inside of you as well as what's happening on the outside of you so that you are a true healthy and whole person, you know, and that's really always the goal. We want you to be your best. I want to be my best. And, right. you know, and, and live that, a quality life. Yeah. And that's what I'm praying for all of you as well. You know, anyone who's listening at this point, you've been listening to us long enough that, you know, your family, you're part of, you're part of the group, you know, you're a confidant, you're learning all the, all the tea, <laughs> you're at the tea party. So, you know, you might as well you know, hear me when I say that, because, you know, you know how much you mean to the people in your life. And even if you're feeling like, oh, there's nobody and I'm just, please, you matter. And your presence is going to matter, you know, when, when they don't have you around because you could have done something really simple, like take care of yourself, then it, it, you know, that's really serious. Okay. And then last shout out, because I know we've been, you know, just assuming that everyone has jobs and medical coverage and, you know, Affordable Care Act. We kind of assume that we know everyone's medical. I'm not. So I'm going to share one quick story as I get out of here. Monica, is that okay? Do we got yeah. a little bit of time? Go ahead. Okay. So here, this is my quick testimony. Quick, 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 short version of my testimony. When I was in my late 20s, I was messing around and I did not have medical insurance. <gasps> That's... That's yeah, that's that's the right. That's how you should have responded to that, Monica. Gasp, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was back in the day. But it was like back in the day. She's heard the story. It was back in the day. I didn't have medical insurance. Dr. Mommy Maid was like, girl, why? You have a full job. You don't have any reason not to. And as as it would happen, something happened and I needed to have medical insurance. And I'm saying all this to say, Shout out to even if you have to go to the free clinic, uh, you know, I, I'll just put it out there. Like, and I guess that's a, and you know, what? when you say things like the free clinic, that makes everyone think of like, I guess, Planned Parenthood and sexual health. And it, it's it not. was nothing. No, yeah. it's nothing, honey. At the free clinic, they do everything from your finger hurting to your, your toe is broke, you know, and in my case, you know, I had, you know, the Bell's palsy, but you know, and I had to be at the clinic. And after that, I was like, I'm not taking a chance. With my health anymore, I matter too much because, yeah, honey, that paralysis of your face and, you know, realizing that you're sick and you're not where you need to be, (laughs) that, that will do it every time. So please, you know, after, after that bounce back, after that quick and miraculous recovery, that's what I will say about that because I'm sure we'll discuss that whole situation at another time. But honey, that quick and miraculous recovery. I was grateful and I knew after that day that I wasn't going to play in in my face, literally and figuratively about my health. You know, I was going to be a steward, a good steward of my health. You know, I was going to honor the temple and, you know, at least, hey, if the temple was saying, give me a tune up, I was going to listen to it. You know, I was going to make sure that you do all your regular exams 
come on, ladies, there's some exams that you, you know, you're skipping, you're thinking it's cute and it's, please don't, please mm-hmm. don't go to all your scheduled exams, all your maintenance. If you can see your eye doctor once a year, go, go see your dentist every six months. If you can go get that annual exam, ladies, you know what I'm talking about. You know, if you're 45, go get that colon check. I mean, you know, let's, let's, let's start caring about ourselves and our body and our lives and acting like we are important because we are, and you are loved and you're valuable because you are. So on that note, thank you for listening. Monica, I'll let you do the housekeeping and get us (laughs) out of here. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for listening. Um, You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, soon YouTube. We would like you to like, share and subscribe. And if you have any concerns, questions, you can always shoot us an email. And again, thank you for listening and love and gratitude. Blessings. Monica, where can they find us again? They can find us on Anchor, Spotify, and now iTunes. Mm. And please like, share, subscribe, and leave us a comment. You can shoot us an email or a voice message if you'd Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. And with all that, love and gratitude. (laughs) Remember to call your aunties or your girlfriends and say hi. (laughs) Bye.